This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming out once again, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And I just told old Dan, it's kind of dreary outside, raining a little bit. I believe we'll just stay here in the studio today. Let old Dan stay out there in the stall where it's warm. Got a good fresh bunch of hay there for him. And uh, we just sit here by the by the uh, control room, in the control room, and make a series of messages here. And I'm happy to have you folks with us. I mentioned in the study the other night at the, at the church, the Lord has been good with me, good to me. And uh, surely goodness and mercy has followed me all the days of my life. And I'm able to be up and take nourishment, I tell folks. And I, a lady that I met the other night, I asked her how she was doing. She said, well, I'm on top of the grass. So that's where I am. I'm on top of the grass, and I'm doing well. And I praise the Lord for each one of you. I hope your health is good. You know, one of the things I've, I'm trying to cultivate, maybe you want to call it that, is to not complain. You know, I, I get on this radio, and I fuss at you for complaining. I, I don't like to be complaining. man told me not long ago, he had an expression. He said, some folks complain if they hang them with a new rope. Well, that made me think, you know, why should we complain? The scripture tells us to be thankful in all things. Oh, my friend, let's do that. Let's be thankful. Thankful for the air you breathe, for the food you eat, for the family that you have, for your home with a roof over your home. It may be a sorry place, but it's yours. And then thankful if you have a job, uh, you may be making half the money that you used to make, but be thankful. And be thankful if you're a... one of these folks who gets the government subsidy, be thankful for that. Oh, my friend, don't be critical of those folks who do that. I know there's some deadbeats out there that you're always on the, on the take, but my friend, if you don't walk in somebody's shoes, don't be critical of them. That's enough for today. I want to mention, though, these studies on the home that I've been breaking, been here about a month now, maybe six weeks, and that we put five messages on a, one CD, five 15-minute messages, and I made you an offer to sell them, let you have them for for $1 per CD plus post. Because I'm interested in, and I have gotten several requests and have folks writing me now and say, send me those CDs. I want to play them for my children and my grandchildren. And we're going to get into the study on the children not long until now. And then we have some material here on uh Parents, the duty of parents. I'll get with you on that in the next day or so. I don't have them in front of me today. But we were looking there last time at the at the uh, woman, the queen of the home. And we had gotten gotten there in that subject of how, how a woman should, how they should uh, act and make, make their home a, a place of joy and peace and kindness. And I gave you a, I gave you a typical scenario that I'd like to see. There's a man come home from work. Most of our men have to work now and come home from work. And I was talking about when the woman stayed at home, kept the home, kept the children, and did those things. And that's what my mother did. But to think about it, a man come home from work uh, late of the evening, and uh, the house would be smelling good, something be cooking good out in the kitchen, the apple dumplings or maybe a cake or something, and some good cornbread and mustard green and turnips and some things that you like. And he could sit there a while and relax while she was getting supper ready and the children getting their homework. That's a good picture, isn't it? Isn't that a good picture? But we saw here where the Proverbs 9, we, we took looking at what uh, Solomon had to say about it. He said in Proverbs 9, 
A foolish woman is clamorous, simple, and knoweth nothing. That clamorous means loud and persistent and complaining all the time. It means to shout, make noise. And the home where such a woman lives becomes a living hell. And such a woman will drive her husband many times to do things he wouldn't otherwise do. And stop by the pool hall and shoot pool for an hour or two. Drink a few beers down at the local watering hole or something like that, my friend. Listen, now we're going to, uh, old trailblazer Pastor Shelton used to say, hold your, hold your seat, we're going to jump a creek. Proverbs 21 says, it's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. Better to dwell in the, dwell in the, in the wilderness. Oh, a contentious and an angry woman, my friend. I mentioned in the study of two past, uh, I know that many of our women now work out back there in the Early years of the war, they started working at the defense plants, and it spread over now. And we have as, almost as many women working now as we do men. But my friend, uh, that's not the way the Lord intended for it to be. That word contentious, it means uh, quarreling, wrangling, argumentative, debating over those things. It would be better if she'd have never been born. Let me say, I'll be frank with you. I, I, I just couldn't handle it. Listen, listen. Lord, by thy grace. Only the grace of God can cure such a contentious spirit in the heart of a woman or anyone else, man, woman, boy, girl. This shows the most damnable, rebellious, satanic hearts that ever lived. And it gets, it gets terrible, my friend. Now let's look at another verse by uh, Solomon. Proverbs 21.9. It says, It's better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman. In a wide house. Now, I know I'm repeating this. I'm going back over. Just just for emphasis sake. Because we can't, we can't go wrong. Then that word brawl. We all know what that means. Quarreling. And noisily. And wrangling. And make a loud noise. Now, now, let me ask you this. Do you, do you, is that what you want your home to be, my friend? I know it works both ways. It can apply to the husband as well as to the wife. I'm not taking the wives for a skinny no. But I'm just telling you what the Lord said. Why make our homes a place to unload all of our grievances and take it out on each other? Now, uh, why can't we be considered of the other? And we're looking at the woman's place. We're going to look at the man later. This can be done only by the grace of God. And don't tell me it can't. It's because of your old hellish nature that you want to have your own way. Now, I have folks write me and call me. And speak with me personally. Pastor, why, 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 why hadn't the Lord saved me? Knowing their background and their condition, I said it's because your will has never been broken. You want your way. You're going to have it or bust. You're going to have your way or bust, my friend. That's right. And when you have your own way, you have nothing, accomplish nothing. Now, my friend, I know that to be a fact. Now, here's a woman who thinks, well, I'm submitted to my husband. I know he's my Lord, but she'll get around and drag him off somewhere on Sunday and convince her old unsaved diabolical heart that she's in submission to her husband when she's not. She's on the road to hell and doesn't know it. Now, let, me, let that soak in. It makes me angry. You say, well, pastor, uh, wait a minute. I have to deal with those cases, and I do. I'm dealing with them rightly. I dealt with such a case oftentimes, and I look at the man squarely in the face and I said, if you don't go home, treat your wife right, I'm going to take you for a skinny. And I was conducting a funeral uh, yesterday, 
And uh, the Lord gave me some thoughts about the woman in the home. And I mentioned, I mentioned there, and uh, that the woman, her place in the home is to be submissive to her own husband. And I know folks don't understand that. I know folks don't want to believe it. But that's right. That's right. But And, and I told those folks there, I said, the Lord gave me this commission to preach the gospel, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke with all long suffering. And I said, you know what that means to rebuke? I said, it means to call your name, call sin, sin, call sin, sin. And I said, uh, somebody shacking up in my audience or in my choir or where I know, and I call their number. And uh, people's eyes got wide. And I said, if they don't straighten up, confess their sins, I call their name. You say, Pastor, you call their name over the radio? Yes, sir, I have done that. I had a man come to me a few nights ago and said, Pastor, I appreciate it that you called my name one day. It got my attention. It went home to my heart when you called my name. Well, my friend, listen, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But listen, I tell you this morning, my man, go back home and make your, make your home a, a, a living a, a heaven, not a hell. And then I'll say to your wife, behave yourself, woman. Take your place in that home like you ought to. Now, I think that's getting right down to where we live, don't you? You hearing this kind of preaching on your radio, on your television preacher, your televangelist, you hear him talking about that? No, another thing I said at that funeral yesterday, that the Lord never called a woman to preach. And I had a bunch of women in there, and most of them hollered amen. I don't know, might have got under their old Ron Astor's hide a little bit, but they didn't say, they didn't show me any hostility. I was in a, a foreign land. I wasn't in my pulpit. Oh, no, but the Lord gave me grace. My friend, I'm to be true to your soul. I don't care if you live in Hoboken or San Francisco or where at. If you're living in sin, you're lost. If you're living in sin, dwelling there, you're not saved. Well, I made a decision. That doesn't make no difference. That's just, a, that's just another uh, stop on the way to hell. But my friend, old trailblazer, I'm getting all off my subject this morning about the woman's place in the home. We're going to get back in it tomorrow. But I wish you would pray for me. I would like for you to write me. You an obedient mother in your home. Would you write me and tell me? Dad, would you write me and tell me that you have a sweet wife? I'm not talking about being a slave driver. You know that. I've mentioned that many times. Folks mis uh, misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the husband being a slave driver. I'm talking about the grace of God, my friend. What happens? The scripture says, if any man be in Christ, or if any woman be in Christ, she's a new creature. Are you a new creature, sweet lady? Are you a new creature at home or just a new creature at church? Oh, my friend, how much grace it takes. And I know the world we live in. I know that. I know all of the Satan's tricks that he pulls on our folks to cause confusion in the home. The children uh, raise the parents one over against the other. And they go to mama and say, can I go? And mama says, no. And daddy says, it's okay. We don't, we don't, don't do that, my friend. Oh, my friend, your children... Your children are the greatest asset that you have. Redeem them from this present evil world, my friend. Don't allow them to partake of those things that I see so much of going on and, and uh, out partying and drinking and carrying on those things. Set them down. Or is it too late, Mother? Is it too late, Dad? Is it too late? I don't think so. I don't think so. Did you know your children love to be loved, my friend? I'm not talking about superficial uh, patting them on the back and tell them you love them and hand them $20. I'm not talking about that. 
I'm talking about that they know that you love them. Does your, does your children know that you love them, mother? Have you been a sweet mother to them, yet, yet a responsible mother? I know we're running out of time. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis. And if you would, sit down and write me. Call me if you will. My phone number is area code 225-664-8658. But if you want to write me, send me an offering. It's a radio missions or the old trailblazer. Post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you till next time. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.